know, to really be able to dial down, you know, I want to know exactly how many cents per mile it is to operate my truck. I'm Deborah Lockridge, Editor-in-Chief of Heavy Duty Trucking. More and more, it's impossible to compete and succeed in trucking without using data to keep your fleet productive and safe. And the past couple of years have brought new pain points or the resurrection of old ones, many of which can be addressed using data. So today we're going to explore some of the ways data can help you navigate some of the challenges facing fleets in this episode of Leadership Insights, which is produced by HDT's editors in partnership with our sponsor, Geotab. Before we dive in, don't forget to follow us on social media and subscribe so you don't miss an episode of Leadership Insights or HDT Talks Trucking. Today, I'm talking to Geotab's Steve White, Business Development Manager for Heavy Truck. Welcome to HDT Leadership Insights, Steve. Hi, Deborah. Good day and uh, pleasure for uh, myself and Geotab to be here with uh, you and HDT. So let's talk about some of those challenges that are facing fleets today. What are some of the big pain points that you hear from Geotab's customers? Well, I mean, we all know the, the, the past few years have been uh, challenging to say the least for, for fleets. Um, they've faced you know, a myriad of different challenges, um, everything from just wild fuel fluctuations, the driver shortage, of course, is still you know, not getting any better. Uh, probably getting getting worse because the, the labor market, of course, uh, you know, we all hear about that every day, but continuing to shrink. Inflation, um, you know, is going going off the the hook, and you know, we keep hearing this horrible horrible word of uh, you know either depression or at least uh, you know hyperinflation. Uh, parking shortages are still a a big issue, and I think you actually the industry thinks getting getting bigger. Uh, as an issue. And then, of course, the ongoing supply chain issues. Um, you know, the, the fuel fluctuations are, are really hard. I mean, everybody, you know, understands, you know, fuel surcharges and that. But when you have these wild fluctuations, it's really hard to even keep up with fuel, fuel surcharges. So that's been an issue for, you know, the smallest of the largest fleets. Um, the driver shortage, again, you know, it continues to be a, a real issue. Um, you know, we're trying to bring, you know, as many people uh, into it as we can. There's been a lot of recruiting for, for female drivers um, and, you know, with, with a little success, but uh, really not enough for the, for, the, for the industry. So, you know, part that could really have a large potential to grow. Um, the inflation is just a wild card. I mean, nobody knows where, where the economy is going. Um, you know, we, we either, we're either in a recession or, you know, been in a recession for quite a while. Um, and, you know, it, it just seems to be it's going to be here for several more months, if not until uh, the middle of next year. The parking shortage, like I say, is, you know, really a, a continuing issue. You know, we have drivers parking on the side of the highways. We'll have them on off ramps. And that's one real big blockage um, to getting getting women into the driver's seat. You know, you know, nobody wants to pull off into a dark area that's not secure, let alone, a, you know, a woman who doesn't feel safe, doesn't have the proper facilities um, is an issue. So it's things like that, that um, the industry as a whole um, needs needs to work on. Um, and Washington, you know, is starting to hear it and starting to react, hopefully, you know, to, to those suggestions and the, these needs. 
Um, and then the supply chain issue, um, you know, last but not least, um, still rearing its head. Um, we're still having massive ship, ship shortages and now it's turned into everything. Um, you know, the big problem that a lot of the truck fleets have is just getting enough trucks. Uh, yeah. Many of the OEMs, you know, we keep hearing they're sold out to the end of the next year, if not further. Um, getting trailers is tough. So the fleets that are either growing or needing to replace aging equipment just, you know, just can't at this point. So let's dig into some of those issues and talk about how fleets might be able to use data and telematics to help address those, help get through those. Um, the average retail price of a gallon of diesel hit highs of nearly $6 per gallon nationwide earlier this year, or even higher in some spots. What are some ways you've seen fleets use data to help cut their fuel costs? Yeah, and, you know, the, the, the real trick is trying to accurately predict, you know, the, the fuel costs this year, um, which is, is a big, big challenge. And like I was talking, you know, a minute ago about the fluctuating prices, you know, when they fluctuate quite fast, it, it makes it so difficult. When it's a slow ramp up or a slow decrease, um, it, it's easier to, to, to keep up either from the pricing surcharge to the customer or just, you know, what we're paying at the, at the pumps. Um, fleets can really use a, a myriad of different you know, data that's produced by their vehicles. Um, it's just depending upon the telematics provider, if that information, that data can be picked up or not, and then how it's used. Um, one key area, you know, these days with cutting cutting fuel is idle reduction. Uh, we've been talking about it for, for years and years, but idling can contribute significantly uh, to wasted fuel for, for fleets. Um, by the fleets being able to monitor, you know, idle trends, and being able to see exactly what trucks are idling where um, and being able to decrease that idling can significantly decrease their, their fuel consumption and of course increase their, their miles per gallon. So, you know, tying that into also GPS data, you know, a lot of times it's trying to figure out what's the most fuel efficient route um, is key. That's one thing a lot of people always think, you know, it's like, hey, we're thinking about, you know, what's the shortest way to get from point A to point B? What's the fastest way to get from point A to point B? But now it's really, what's the most fuel economic way to get from point A to point B? Driver training, unsafe driving habits are still just a unbelievable event out there. Um, we see, you know, of course the, the data coming in and uh, we can tell instantly, you know, if a driver's being safe or being, you know, not safe, being able to see in you know, a rapid acceleration, harsh cornering, speeding, um, speeding is just, you know, especially with COVID, I mean, we know how passenger cars was speeding. Trucks, same way. It's just off the hook right now still. Um, but we really, you know, are dialing in, you know, what are the driver's habits to be able to monitor, you know, not only safe driving habits, but also what are the most efficient to save fuel and to save maintenance on the trucks. You know, less times we're doing, you know, large, you know, pulls on the brakes or harsh acceleration. It's less, you know, less maintenance than we need to down the road on, on the trucks as well. You mentioned we were we were talking earlier uh, before the interview about diesel exhaust fluid um, that a lot of fleets may not have a real good handle on actually how much they're using and how that affects uh, their operations. How can data help them with that? Absolutely, you read in my mind because that was the point I was just gonna gonna have there is with DEF. That's one of the the real principal parts that I, I've seen even very large fleets don't monitor. Either they're not monitoring the amount of diesel emission fluid that goes through the exhaust 
and being able to combine that way, hey, you know, my average fuel fuel mileage is not only just diesel, but it's also the DEF, um, which contributes to it. Uh, DEF can, you know, comprise of anywhere from three to five plus percent um, of your, your diesel burn. So, you know, if I'm burning 100 gallons of diesel fuel, I'm burning three to five gallons of, uh, of DEF. So I really need to tie that into my overall miles per gallon. That's the cost of that truck, you know, going down what it's what it's burning. The other thing is too is monitoring what am I purchasing? You know, what's sitting on my my maintenance floor? What's in the the back warehouse? Um, these totes come in, you know, 200, 500 gallon totes. Um, are we accounting for all that? So some real, you know, real uh, dollars that are going through that just aren't being being monitored. And of course, fuel prices also contributed to the high inflation we've had this year. Uh, what are some other ways fleets can use data to discover areas where they can become more efficient and cut costs? Yeah, by, by fleets really being able to go in and dial into their, their fleet management software, their, their FMS systems, um, they really are getting connected to the vehicle data, um, which can really turn and help those fleets calculate actual operating expenses. Um, you know, to really be able to dial down, you know, I want to know exactly how many cents per mile it is to operate my truck from the driver sitting behind the seat to the fuel going in it, to the, you know, preventive maintenance that I have to do the vehicle to tires, the brakes, you know, everything. I want to be able to calculate that and boil it all down to exactly what, you know, how many pennies or how many dollars per mile that truck is to put down the road. And then I can really compare those numbers and I can either, you know, as Geotab help other fleet managers by benchmarking those costs. So we, you know, we anonymize all of our data. So one fleet to another is not going to know, you know, a fleet's name or who, who it is, but we can go in and benchmark like fleets. So we can sit here and say exactly, okay, X fleet is their operating costs are Y. Well, your costs are, are Z. How do we get yours to, you know, to come down? So we start looking at fuel, we start looking at maintenance, we start looking at, you know, the, the driver again, the behaviors, the speeding, the idling time, this, you know, the, the obvious parts, but this way we can really go in um, in finite detail using that data and using usable reports for people to be able to lower, lower those costs. Um, the maintenance costs, you know, is a big part of that. Um, even simple things, we've got one of our largest customers out there does a, a very, very unique, report um, for the industry. For us, it's normal because we've got the data. Um, but what they do is they've had an issue with a, a knock sensor on a particular make engine. I'm not going to list publicly what it is, but there was a certain make engine where they were, they were blowing knock sensors left and right. And they found out after 63 triggers of this knock sensor, you know, turning on the check engine light, it would shut off the engine. It was just a preventive measure that the OEM put into it. So they creatively put in a, you know, created a report and after 50 triggers, it made a, an instant, you know, alert to the, to the maintenance manager saying, Hey, pull this truck in. You've got 13 more tries until, you know, the truck's going to be on the side of the road. You won't be able to start it. So after that, they're able to decrease, you know, tow costs, the driver satisfaction. You can imagine what a driver feels when he's sitting on the side of the road for five hours waiting for a, for a tow truck. And then he gets to go to the you know the local dealership and sit there for another well five hours might be generous these days probably ten or twelve hours. Why do they have the um, knock sensors actually there? <laughs> exactly, yeah. The knock sensor unfortunately is sitting on a boat that won't be here for three weeks. Um, but yeah, but it allows those fleet managers to really reduce those unexpected maintenance maintenance costs. 
Um, and then you get into things that we're using with data with either collision reconstruction. You know, we hear about these nuclear verdicts that are out there um, that are literally putting truck companies out of out of business. Um, I mean, there's a very, very large fleet not too long ago, and it was, you know, a hundred and some odd million dollars that they had to pay out. Um, so it's being able to not only reconstruct the, that accident data, but then also be able to say, hey, you've got a driver that historically has been very good, and now we're starting to see trends, either harsh braking or cornering, um, just, you know, behavioral changes that we can pick up to help prevent that accident from ever happening. Um, another thing we do too is accident detection, which sounds simple, but it takes a lot of data, a lot of, a lot of um, analysis to be able to make it usable. And a real world example of it is a lot of times what happens in a truck stop is you know truck driver goes in, takes a shower, or, you know buys you know coffee, food, whatever, and comes out and his you know left fuel tank's dented because a truck pulled in next to him and backed into it. Well, he tries to go to his driver manager saying, well, hey, somebody backed into my truck. Well, prove it. You probably, you know, pulled around the fuel island a little too close and hit it. Well, we can go through the data and analyze exactly, hey, the truck was shut off. It wasn't moving. And then we could see the accident actually coming in on that, you know, that fuel tank on that side of the truck and having, you know, just a light impact. So it's not, you know, it's not even where it's, you know, a detrimental accident. So things like that, we're really being able to save, you know, not only fuel costs, but just costs generally to the, to the, um, to the fleet itself. Yeah, that's a lot of good ideas there. Um, truck parking, you mentioned, um, been in the news a lot this year. It's long time pain point for truck drivers and, of course, for the fleets that are, want to keep them happy and safe. What are some ways data might help in this situation? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great one, Deborah. The, um, the the thing we're doing, we have uh, several partners that we either have or are working with. Um, that their their core business is really trying to pinpoint and make it so they can they can say, hey, there's available parking in you know X location. Um, you know, like I was previously talking about, the other big thing too is not only trying to pinpoint these you know congested areas and maybe directing people to less congested areas um, and getting them off the highways, getting them off the entrance ramps. But it's also like you know earlier with the, the female truck drivers trying to recruit truck drivers especially for for women it's vital to have these safe well-lit you know parking areas with facilities that are catering to women all right great well steve that's all we've got time for today on this episode of hgt's leadership insights thanks so much for your insights on some of these issues uh, everybody's facing in the industry and ways we can address them. So I've been talking with Steve White with our sponsor Geotab on how fleets can use data to address the challenges they're facing them as we roll into 2023. Thanks for your insights again, Steve. My pleasure. And thank you, Deborah, again for inviting myself and Geotab to partake in this. And check out HGT's YouTube channel or your favorite podcast platform for more episodes of HGT Leadership Insights and HGT Talk Trucking.